Everything you see in here is either haunted, cursed, or has been used in some kind of ritualistic practice. <laughs> Nothing's a toy. It's safer for these things to be in here than out there. Sometimes it's better to keep the genie in the bottle. Don't your parents keep any creepy stuff around? You keep it all locked away in a room so that we're safe. It's not really good for anyone to go in there. What'd you do to get in there? House, there's no Annabelle here. Yes, she is. I sometimes see things. Like how my mom sees things. The doll, it's a beacon for other spirits. Welcome back to the Cinemania Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we are reviewing Annabelle Comes Home. This is the third installment to the Annabelle franchise, and I believe it's the seventh or eighth installment to the Conjuring franchise. And it's basically about the, the demonologist of Edna Lorraine Warren, who bring home the possessed doll and lock it in to their artifacts room and then after a few short while when they go on vacation she comes out in a serious way now the movie was directed by gary doberman and it was written by gary doberman and it stars of course mckenna grace um madison iceman patrick wilson vera farmiga and some Ma- and katie sarif and for this review i am joined by a very special guest. He's from the Cinemania page and YouTube, Tyler Calvert. Tyler, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Um, no, you don't have much time because you're about to go see another doll movie. I know. Um, I'm on a roll this week. Toy Story <laughs> 4, Annabelle, and then to, uh, ch- cap it off with Child's Play. Have we ended on a high note? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Because, um, yeah, speaking of on a high note, um, let's get into Annabelle Comes Home. Annabelle Comes Home. Um, saw it last night. They had it showing in an IMAX theater here in Boston, <laughs> which is oddly enough. Like, we thought the screening was going to be in a regular theater, but they threw us in the IMAX theater. Cool. I mean, cool watching this movie in IMAX. Um, yeah, a I was going to ask now. that. Like, is, was it in IMAX? Like, I it was. 
I haven't seen very many horror films in IMAX, so I can't imagine uh, different. The Conjuring, the Conjuring universe films, they usually get them in the IMAX theaters or That's Dolby, that. at least Dolby. But I know, I I know one weekend I watched The Nun in IMAX, and that was a cool experience watching that in IMAX. Although the movie's not that great, no. but um, yeah, and I'm excited. To, so I'm excited for Conjuring three to be in IMAX too. But uh, yeah, Annabelle, all it just it's not nothing crazy or elaborate. It's just the scares are more scarier because it's on a bigger you know what i mean it's on mm -hmm. it's on like a bigger screen but it's um better, speak, better atmosphere yeah speaking of the movie the movie i thought i had a good time with it it wasn't um wasn't great of course it's definitely miles better than the first one but i think i still enjoyed the second installment and the bell creation a, a little bit more uh this one was fine enough i had a i had i thought the scares were really good i, I like the containment vibe of it um, what are some of your thoughts? What did you think? I pretty much agree. I definitely think the second one, Annabelle Creation, was better. But this one was fun for what it was. I mean, it wasn't anything groundbreaking in the horror genre. But I think these films kind of realize what they are, and they kind of just try to have fun for the most part because it's mm -hmm. like a, one of those mass audience kind of horror films that's not trying to particularly cater to one niche or the other. It just tries to have mainstream kind of fun. And it, just, it was just like, like I said, like I was saying in the group chat earlier, it's basically just like a big haunted house attraction but like a big budget version on the big screen it's it has that kind of vibe to it right yeah i um i had a i had a really good time with it it's a uh it it's one of those the only thing i would say what 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 i was thinking about this movie when i was watching it was just the fact that um these these movies they're starting uh the conjuring sort of movies they're starting to feel very samey you know, yeah. that's what I just kept thinking about and kept, you know, that's what kept running through my mind was that it, it feels the same now. Like the movies, since I would say The Nun, the movies have felt very the same and I have yet to really feel like a fresh, a fresh sort of film in this franchise. Mm. Um, would you agree or what do you think? I think so. I think it also, I mean, part of why I think that is, is because Gary Dowerman is pretty much the writer of all of these films as well other than the con the main conjuring entries like because like he's written the nun uh all three annabelle films so and the only one he didn't really work on that was a spinoff was the uh the curse of la llorona which was barely even tied to the conjuring universe as it is so right. like he has that same right it's that same style of course the directors change pretty much every single time and now he's directing it but it's the same style of writing so you're gonna get you're not gonna get too much difference between directors because of course the directors they do get they're all they all have some of their own style elements but the actual story is going to be kind of the same because it's the same writer yeah i would um i would agree they um the movie is just um a i thought i thought as well the writing was fine enough i i wasn't expecting a lot of the humor there's a lot of humor in it too um yeah, like, there's true. a lot of moments where my audience was laughing and although i was while i was laughing with them in some moments i don't think they wanted every single moment to be kind of um humorous like i i laugh like at the parts where like you know when you're getting into the third act and it's all that you know these kind of movies they kind of end the same too with the mm -hmm. big the big demon reveal and then like soul taking and there's a there's a there's always a cross and maybe some holy water and you know you know what i mean there's there's yeah, always a like bunch that of that pretty much they pretty much have the i guess when you think about it that way it did have a similar ending kind of setup as like uh the nun actually because the nun yeah even La Llorona, in a way, too. Like, La Llorona's ending is, like, it's the same thing. Holy well, water, too, uh, that's possession. The same, same setup, because uh, the, uh, 
the Curse of La Llorona was all pretty much set inside the house, and so as Annabelle comes home. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I did. I did like. I. I did like the fact that the movie was basically set in that house because you know I've always wanted. I've always wanted them to explore the um that house and stuff, and I'm glad the movie wasn't another. I'm glad they they kind of went this route with the fact that this is movie is about when she arrives to the Warrens' home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because if 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 it would have been a third installment of somebody else with a doll, I'm like, oh my god, how many people are gonna have this damn doll? Although <laughs> I do think I, I I still go I still to this day the first movie still should have been about those that core those core three people um from the first from the first Conjuring movie the first oh, scene yeah the first movie should have been that I don't know why they I don't know why they kind of took it off the rails with that family and the baby and all that dumb shit um, yeah, that, because that was, the first that that whole story with the kid with the uh the three teenagers or whatever um mm-hmm. that's a that's a true story so that yeah. would have been my, that would have been so like they actually had those experiences so that would have like been the a one cool... brief like true part of like all of this basically <laughs> right yeah i mean we all know this didn't happen none of this happened when she actually did get brought home you know yeah. she got brought I home we would have known <laughs> there was um, a, a newspaper article or something about it so I did enjoy it for the most part, and I'll probably definitely watch it again. I'll probably buy it, but I'll I'll go into some negatives. Um, I thought some of the character decisions were so stupid. Specifically, yeah. of course, there's that one character that you know she has to be the one to kind of fuck everything up for everyone. She was Literally so annoying. Every, everything. <laughs> she was just like annoying and so unbearable at parts. Um, there's a love interest who I didn't like. Ben's there's got, oh, the Ben's got balls. Yeah, there's that. I didn't like that. Um, there was some other thing I didn't like too. I didn't like the fact that the um, the opening, the movie, like literally the opening scene up into the title card, up into the title card, literally feels like the first Conjuring movie. So it, the movie does not, for me at least, it does not feel like someone else's vision. It feels yeah. like. What can I do to compare to make this seem like as close to the conjuring as it can be? I thought that was really cool though, the way that, that yeah. was, I mean, obviously I think I would expect most people going in because the promotional material does show Ed and Lorraine Warren a fair amount, but not like too crazy amount. Yeah. And it's like I don't know if that was like, you know, to entice people up front that, you know, fans of the first two conjuring films, like, hey, Ed and Lorraine Warren are in this if you want to go watch them do on another adventure. But they're not like the vocal point of the actual film. They're in they kinda like they're in the beginning for they get as like, like I said in my review, they're basically in it enough to not be considered a cameo, but they're not in it enough to be considered like the stars either. They're kind of like mid tier stars of the film. Right. I definitely I definitely would have to agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. Um they feel like they feel they're in it and I, I we all figured they'll be in it for like five minutes or so. Um yeah. and if you count about their their screen time, that's about how long they're in it for. Um and because we're all getting this is all just like a taster for conjuring three. That's so, what I think it is. Um, but also I did really like McKenna Grace. I thought she was really good. Um she's just she's just, she's just a really good actress. You she know, really, she's is. really I really she has like one she has to have one of like the best agents because I mean she's getting like all yeah. these great roles. Even if even if mer- fair amount of them are smaller roles. Like I mean mm-hmm. she was like young Captain Marvel. Young Brillard, yeah. yeah. I Tanya. Yeah. Yeah, yeah say young. She's the young version of so many characters, whether it be Ta- Tanya Harding or Captain Marvel. She was really great and gifted as well. That's a really underrated. Yeah, thing really good. Um, she's always getting these small parts. It's really interesting to see her kind of break out and try and get these starring roles every now and then. Yeah, I thought she was really good. Um, I do think all the little like demons and and props. <laughs> 
that that um Annabelle kind of haunts the setup, really cool. the setup for all of the other potential spinoff films that are going to come out from the Conjuring universe. Yeah, specifically. <laughs> so there's one. This is not really a spoiler because they kind of announced this. Um, there's one kind of setup. Um, I won't say the other kind of setups, but there is one specific setup. Um, called the Bride. I think it's cool enough. It looks like a throwback slasher. That if that if they want to do something like that, um, but so I mean I wouldn't be I would be kind of down to see more of that. Although I did I did you know when they showed the um the actual like the the dress and all that stuff and they had a picture the the picture was creepy so I was like yeah, oh yeah. I, I want to see more what's what happened there you know what I mean? Um, you'll probably you'll probably get an answer in a couple years. And I and there's this TV that I actually really liked the, the TV <laughs> it was so cheesy but it was so kind of cool I liked it. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of subtlety within the franchise in this movie too. I don't know if you caught there's an Easter egg fairly early in the beginning. I don't did you catch this? That has to do something to do with like a very recent Conjuring franchise movie, very uh, very recent, um, like the last one. <laughs> oh, I, I think I I may. I, are you talking about like the street, the road work stuff? Yeah. Did you see who that was? Like in the in the really car good, accident. Yeah. It was it was blank in the blank from the last movie. It was cool. I just thought that was really cool. I I think the I think because they they this is all connected and stuff like that. I think the little subtleties. I, I don't like when movies kind of hammer on the head that it's connected. But the mm-hmm. way they the subtlety the the subtlety with that was really cool. I was like, oh snap, that's what's her face. Even though I didn't like the movie that much, that's what's her face. Yeah. And what's her face? Cool, you know. Um. Also, okay, one thing I didn't like. There's another demon kind of entity, and it's like a wolf. It was awful. The, I, I, I actually agree. I actually said that in my review as well. Like, yeah, hey, it was awful. cool concept because you knew it was going to come up eventually, but I wasn't sure if it was going to come out as like a you know person in practical effects. Yeah, and, like, it was and then it pops up and like, oh, that looks terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like I, I felt like I was watching Teen Wolf or something. It was just terrible. I, it was like about like, that level of special effects money that probably went. Yeah, I, I was, was like, like, okay, good thing that this whole movie shrouded in fog because if it wasn't, that would look really bad. I was like, this is too. I said, I said, like this is too silly. Like the movie's already silly, but this is too silly. Don't, don't spend too much time with this damn creature. It's not good. Fortunately, um, he wasn't in it very much. Yeah, good, good. I was like, this is too silly. The budget, but, was, um, the budget didn't call, call for that kind of action. Yeah, but um, I don't gotta get going. But I guess, yeah. I mean, that's. That's. I mean, I had a good time with it. It's fun. It is much like a horror version of Night at the Museum. So if you're a fan of those movies, you have fun with this. Um, they do a lot of creative things with what they're with what they're given and what they're allowed to do. So I had a fun time with it. Um, yeah, I had a good time. So any last thoughts before you get off? Yeah, I mean, I agree. It was really fun. Like like you said, it's like night like a horror version of Night at the Museum. I would also say, like I said before, it's kind of like a one of those haunted attractions you go to in around Halloween time, just one of those big fun houses. You know, it's fog. It's got all the creepy people lurking in the shadows, waiting to jump out and scary. It's kind of like basically a big budget version of that. So yeah, you like that kind of stuff, and you find that stuff fun. Like you're gonna get some enjoyment out of it. It's definitely one of the better of the spinoff films because, like I think, like we said before, we both definitely like the second one, Annabelle Creation, more. But yeah. other than that one, I think this is like the next best one between this. It was between like what this and the uh, not the Conjuring, the Nun and the Curse of La Llorona and the first Annabelle. I mean, this is probably the best of the other spinoffs that aren't, uh, you know, Annabelle Creation. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um. Totally agree. I um. I think the last two Annabelle films. I think they're. I mean, without the first one, 
Um, I do think they're handling handling this much better. Um, and I can't wait to see what else they do. I don't think I don't think we're gonna see another Annabelle movie. But if it does no, well, we probably there's no will. More, there's no more time in the timeline anymore. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, unless you, I don't know what else you can do. But the um, they'll they'll figure out something. Like yeah. oh, it's it. They they dropped her off at at their cousin's house, and so now they're yeah. They'll figure out something. But if um, they want to, yeah, we'll see how it does at the box office, and then they'll yeah. Set. If I had to rank the three movies, um, I'd probably go with still number two, and then three, and then one. One is just awful. I yeah, don't know I agree. That was a thing. Yeah, I would have the same ranking. Yeah, like I still enjoy. I think I still enjoy two story and um, the scares much better, and I like the actors yeah. in that one better too. Like Lulu Wilson is also is always. He's another one of those like up and coming actors. Yeah, that really good. She was in she was in Haunting a Hill House too, I believe. Right? Yeah, she was great. Yeah. So it was like one um, of the odds. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, um, everyone, it was it was a fun time. If you're into horrors, I mean, if you're missing out on some good horrors this summer or just some good movies, I mean, yeah, you'll head out and see it. You'll have a good time. Tyler, have a good time at Child's Play in a few minutes. <laughs> and uh, before you head out, let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Tyler Calvert. It's just my name. I'm the big orange icon on YouTube. You can't miss me. But uh, on Twitter, it's Tyler underscore Calvert23. And Instagram, it is Tyler Calvert23 with no underscore. All right. And that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, my name is Dwayne once again. And that was Tyler. We'll be back soon tomorrow with our Toy Story 4 review. It's going to be a late night one because I'm seeing it kind of late. So tune in for that. Thank it's you a guys good movie. I'm just yeah, I heard. I'm, I'm really pumped. I'm really pumped to see it. Um, all right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Take it easy.